Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Universal Principal Hour with your host and chancellor of the Jewel University of Immortal Science for Immortal Living, Dr. Jewel Pukum, with her co-host and Universal Principal Support Facilitator and Training, Ms. Felicia Muhammad. Greetings, greetings. How are you? Oh, you're so wonderful being alive and totally expressing yourself for your wonderful physical body, isn't it? So we're here as living God, divine beings, animating a physical body. And what's the whole purpose? To learn how to exist mass. What about that? So today, Ms. Felicia, welcome. And what are we speaking on today? Greetings, everyone. Today, get your glasses and get your pencil and paper so you can take copious notes. We are discussing, continuing our discussion with non-attachment relative to our capacity to um, not be non-attached from the language of, quote-unquote, positive and negative, Okay. So how does all of this play a part? I'm excited, Dr. Jewel, that we get an opportunity to uh, share this concept, a new perspective, you know, that can be scientifically proven, as you so eloquently do, <laughs> with with helping us to uh, understand, you know, from a scientific perspective, you know, having the facts and not in the emotion of it and uh, all the other fluff stuff. So I'm grateful for this capacity that you have, and um, I'm excited to get started. Okay. So we're talking about still non-attachment, and mm-hmm. so you've been discussing here for days about this misuse of the term positive and negative. So let's talk about that because that's a common description of the emotional state and the perception that individuals are having about an experience that they created and it's based on the fact that they don't know certain things about how the universe works. So after our we'll be right back talking to you about we really understand what they're saying and they're using the term positive or negative in describing an experience that you created. So if you're living God, then how do you create negative experiences? Ask yourself that question. Mm. Okay. <laughs> or who is this thing that is animating your body? 
you know, some personality or what is it that's going out here using your body to create these experiences, and then you want to act like you didn't do it because you want to label it as negative. So let's look at that. So we'll be right back after this message. Thank you. Be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Well, Miss Felicia, let's talk yeah. about that positive and negative language that people use. What are you perceiving? Okay. So, um, can we lay the foundation in the manual where it talks about what the non-attachment is? Because it's important that we were able to see ourselves, and I know you know that, so thank you. Okay, so I had to say that out loud. Okay, so in our manual, non-attachment is on page 52 for those of you that are in our site or Universal Principal Support Group or the Mount Vernon um, group in New York. We're on page 52, and it says, Air moves freely through the atmosphere. Water flows freely down a mountain stream. Waves roll freely onto ocean beaches. The earth moves freely on its axis. The nature of life is freedom of movement. The nature of life is freedom of movement. So how I've heard and how I have done it too, so let me just speak because it is about me, all right? So I have heard and I have said myself, you know, in my journey of or in the journey of um, expanding my consciousness, positive, oh, that's, I'm I'm being negative, you know, I'm having negative energy, or she's negative, you know, or, um, you know, we've, I've played around with that word, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to only think positive thoughts, you know, I'm going to just stay positive, and so as the journey has unfolded in really understanding frequency and um, energy, you have helped me to really be able to see this whole quote-unquote positive and negative from another whole perspective. And so for some out there who this resonates with, I know we have, we, when we study the consciousness and the science of law of attraction and, and that type of thing, you know, they in the affirmations you're encouraged to only think positive. And so when we look at the yin and the yang and we know that, they're polar opposites for everything, that's when I began to question about, okay, so well, what is, because if, if, we, if they're polar opposites and there's, there is a, there's an up and a down, an in and an out, and then we have the other one, the good and the bad, and the other one we have is the right and the wrong, you know, this positive and negative principle that you're going to scientific aspect that you're going to help us to see applies to good, bad, right, wrong. It applies to all of that. So when we were talking about this, um, talking about doing the hour today, I was like really curious about really helping the, helping the masses of people understand 
what they're really saying and what what they don't realize they're saying when they're when they're making the distinctions with positive and negative and how we now can take responsibility so for the thoughts and the words that we use okay so dr jewel well insight well no Miss Felicia, give us some insight. So what did you learn about <laughs> the uh, erroneous statement of positive and negative? I mean, what did you learn about that? So when you said that, okay, I don't like this experience, it's negative, what were you saying? Okay. So, so what, what I was saying. You feel that experience was negative when you created it. Right. And in and, and, and truth, Dr. Jill, that was the hard pill to swallow that I actually created this. And when I looked at, uh, when I really just went within, you know, and started looking at what was I thinking, what was going on with me, where was I at, you know, what headspace was I in, when I looked at all of that, I was like, okay. So a couple of things happened. You know, I had to, uh, and I didn't have to, but I chose to, Accept responsibility for what I created. And I start looking at myself, okay? So take accepting that responsibility. And regardless to if anybody else played a part in that scenario, okay, I was determined that I was going to take responsibility for what the part that I played in it. <laughs> That's what I could be responsible for with that understanding that I had at that time. And so being able to grasp just the concept that, okay, I actually created this. And now retro engineering, how did I do this and why did I do this? And so then it made me go deeper with even questioning the universal source, the God source, however you may refer to the oneness. Um, It made me go deeper with thinking like, okay, it showed me how I was looking outside of myself Okay, and not realizing that whatever I put my mind on, that is what I got. So that's how I created it because that's what I focused on. So if I foc- as I was focusing on trauma and drama, that's what I kept receiving. And when those epiphanies came through, it was like, wow. So now understanding, you know, my capacity to be able to create what I think about and what I see, I'm more intentional with my words, the thoughts, and the sensations. So, Okay, well, I think that you should scream that out at the top of your lungs, that you <laughs> recognize that you were creating it all, not just what you thought were the positive experiences, but you were also creating the what you've been decided were uncomfortable or negative experiences. You did it with your own thinking. Is that correct? With my own. That's correct. So now we can just That now is stop. correct. Yeah. So we can just stop right now and just really pause and look at that. Most people are still living a reality through victimhood. Poor me. How could this happen to me? Oh, how do you bad things happen to good people. I mean, it's just a whole litany of this uh-huh. whole thing. Uh-huh. And our involvement that we, in our ignorance, support 
reinforces this over and over and over and over again and kicks your butt. Okay, all mm-hmm. these shows mm-hmm. where you can just be walking down the street and get shot, walk down to turn the corner and get raped. Okay, go to the grocery store and get run over. People really are thinking that they don't have anything to do with that, that everything is out of their control. So why are we having this radio show? Why do we have support groups over the country? This is our goal. New York, here we are in Atlanta, et cetera. But the reason why is because we recognize we are creating our own suffering because we don't know universal law. Now, mm-hmm. everyone listening here today, please write this down. The universe slash cosmos is a mutual support system. Ooh, now that's so profound. The universe slash cosmos. Now, I want you to look up the definition of a cosmos versus the universe. That is so vast and so wide, but it is always supporting you, always supporting you. The people who got run over, the people who got raped, the folks who got shot, the person who found a bag of a million dollars, someone who's just getting married, having the first baby, all of those things are supported by the universe. And they all originate from your mind. Your mind. And so even the person who got run over by the car, ask them what they were doing. Where was their mind when they were not even stepped off the curb, when they didn't recognize the light change, when they didn't realize that here was a sound of an engine coming up on you very fast? Where was your mind? See, we don't take accountability for our thinking in this, and this is why this whole process of getting your brain balanced Understanding the importance of having access to the whole brain, why this is important relative to your mind. The universe, the cosmos, is a neutral support system at all times. It's never, never failing you. So mm-hmm. our constants are waving at us, et cetera. So they will be speaking with you in a moment, and we're going to come back to this. The universe is a mutual support system at all times, absolutely. We'll be right back after this message. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay, if you're just tuning in, mm-hmm. this is a real powerful part of this Universal Principal Support Group radio show. Of course, Ms. Felicia and I are here, and we just announced to you a very, very, very powerful universal law. 
The universe is a mutual support system. It is supporting you at all times relative to your thinking, supporting you at all times relative to your thinking. So if you're not thinking at all and then you put yourself out into the matrix, whatever energies are going through there, you will be involved in it. Why? Because you came into the matrix and you didn't have a GPS guideline. Now, you know that's what happens. That's why when you step out into all of this energy, all of this power, and you don't have a destination, a purpose, mm. you're going to get swept off by and swept up by anything. So how many of you go out every morning and you step out and you're not on purpose? Now, some of you have been real cute. Well, I, when I, I, I go to work every day. I, well, I know precisely where I'm going. I know what my purpose is. Oh, really? So where are you going? Oh, uh, you know, I go and make Hershey's candy bars. Oh, really? Okay, I see some people, you know, they work for uh, Post cereals, and they're making uh, honey honey wheats and, and honey bits and, you know, frosted flakes. Oh, really? Okay. And that's what you believe you were born to do. Okay, you're a living God, and that's what you really believe that you're born to do. No, oh, no. I mean, but, you know, it's a good job. It has good benefits. You know, the people working next to me, you know, they're nice people, et cetera. And, and they have a whole list of why they should be there. But when I say mm-hmm. this is your purpose, this is what you were born to do, they, like, stop, and then they, like, look around in the air, and then they kind of think about me. <laughs> to this about why I shouldn't be in this job that I go to every day, even though I go there and all these things are happening to all these other people, including me. And you're not getting it. Just because you decided this is the place you want to go, does that have anything to do with your purpose, why you were born? And most people live their whole life, and what they do on a moment-to-moment, day-to-day basis, has nothing to do with what they agree to, what they were born for, why they have the body that they have, versus why somebody else's body looks different, functions different, et cetera. And then, oh, my goodness, all those people that then, oh, I, I wish I could be like that. I wish I had that. Or, ooh, you know, well, why couldn't I have been like this? Do you understand what you're thinking when you say that? Because mm-hmm. you have exactly what you use your mind to create. So if the universe is a mutual support system, then what you have or what you think you don't have, how you are, what you think you are not, is all based on the template of your thinking, your mind. And your wonderful little brain does what? It translates exactly what is in your mind and and, and transforms that frequency. Remember, all thoughts have frequencies into mm-hmm. chemistry, and the body follows direction. The body follows direction. It's very, very important to understand, and that's why we keep talking about come to the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences so you can learn how to operate your body. 
you don't have the owner's manual of your body. That's why you're walking around saying, I call crazy stuff. And so, therefore, when we think about, oh, you know, that wasn't a very positive experience, as though, you know, I was just thrown into it, et cetera. It was totally a reflection of your thinking or not thinking. It was a total reflection mm. of you pushing yourself into an environment that you, if you had been honest with yourself, would have never, ever been involved in. You may have seen it on a TV show or maybe in an encyclopedia here, Wikipedia, whatever else, et cetera. But other than that, you would have never been in that environment to have any kind of deep, intimate ramifications with the energy. But you chose not to keep your agreement about your purpose and your birth, and so look at what you've done. Look at what you've done. This is so important. So do you have further you have further comments on that, Miss Felicia? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, just just a bear of witness of um what you are stating and sharing and enlightening us and I just see everybody out there listening, you know, being able to look at themselves and really, really because this is a this can be an expansive experience should you choose to accept your mission, okay? And when you begin to start to look at look at it from a from a, I want to, I don't want to say small, however, from a an experience that's easy for you to be able to take a look at yourself, be honest why you why you decided to go to that place and you had what you considered a negative experience or somebody had bad vibes and, you know, that's how you perceived it. When you really just take that experience and just look at the part and what you could have done, what you did do to create that experience, your world will change. And that's why this principle is back on it because this is major. Because when we can when we can practice non-attachment from people, places, things, circumstances that we created, then we can begin to have a different experience and create new experiences, create new ways of being. And it can start with some of the most simplest things. And I think because this principle is is uh, non-attachment, we can make it harder than it needs to be. I know I, I did at first, you know, because yesterday I had a real good experience with seeing it on another whole level, you know, so when we do our homework on Sunday, I have some really good sharings for class on for our cyber class on Sunday at four thirty. So that's all I wanted to share. You know, just really help us to you know internalize it and and embrace the simplicity of it, and not and stay out of our heads all about it, and just look at the truth of the matter. What could, and just ask yourself the question, whether you believe it or not. Just ask yourself the question: What could I have done? What did I do to create that? Well, the first and thing instantaneously. Is, but listen, the Go first ahead. thing is to create that is that you were not in the realization, the consciousness of who you are. Mm. That's the first mm. thing. So, if mm. you were in your God consciousness, would you have created it? 
That's the first question. Mm. And most people never ask themselves that question because they have never, ever accepted their true identity. See, we have to, you know, work with this retro engineering. So we try to get people to understand, okay, you're in the mm-hmm. wrong place at the right time, but it's the right incident that you stepped into based on your not willing to honor your agreement as to why you came to this planet is how you wind up into these places that seem to be negative to you. So you have to ask yourself, when I'm in this environment, when I'm interacting with these people, am I doing what I know I love? Am I doing what I know I was born to do? And so right there, if you can say no, I I don't even know what that is, then how can you say then that you're a victim? Because you have to admit then, I don't even know what what I'm supposed to be. (laughs) So that ends that right there. Wow. Yeah. So so let's hit it at that level, okay? So if you're on your job and, you know, the bus leaves you and then somebody rolls up over on your foot and whatever else, et cetera, you have to stop and say, okay. All right. What do I really love doing? Was I on my way to do that? No. Okay. What I love doing, I wouldn't have even been anywhere in this environment. So, therefore, the bus leaving you and somebody rolling over your foot and whatever else, you're in the matrix being blown around like a piece of, of, of tissue paper which any little wind or any little breeze is going to go in that direction. And this is what's happening mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Now, the key here, second level, if we get to the higher level, if you are who you are, a manifestation of the source, is this what, what you would be doing? So would you have been even leaving your bed to even go there as a God in consciousness? So you then have another issue to face that you're acting out of what? What are you acting out of? It's not that you're a living God. So whatever this is that is controlling your body and having you go through all these different changes is now a problem. And then why is that a problem? Okay, now you have to understand, listen to my words, because I'm not saying that it's negative. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you have allowed your body to be navigated and motivated and mobilized by who? Who's who's, who's, who's doing this? Mm. So, therefore, if you can't describe who is navigating your body, put you in a situation where you got into a brawl and got your nose broke, okay? Who put you, took your body over there and, you know, raise those glasses of alcohol and whatever else, et cetera, and then the next thing you know, like they show us on TV, your wig was flying across the room, okay? Who was that that dressed (laughs) that body and took it to this place, got in these confrontations, and your wig is flying against the wall here, and now you want to say that that is negative. But the question is, who was the one that took you through all of those different stages to get to that experience. Who was it? Was it who you really are, the living God? 
Because if that was the living God, would all of those things that you did prior to that, would you have done it if you were in your, in your full awareness of who you are? See, so this is how we have to break it down, which is why then everything that happened was great because you drinking the alcohol and then somebody challenging you on this and then, you know, next thing the wigs are flying up against the wall. All of it's wonderful <laughs> because it's showing everybody involved in that that you came not as who you are. You came as not as who you are. And especially if you don't even know who you are, well, everything is wonderful because everything is going to show you this is not who you are. This is not where you would be. This is not what you be was doing. So you're in a whole environment that you are navigating and not even knowing who you are and not even contemplating if you knew who you were, would you have designed that reality? See, now, this is very important. So we talk about purpose, and people want to dismiss us. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. right. And and then when you get shot in the foot, okay, you know, rob, <laughs> beat, rape, and whatever else, then now it's like, oh, that's terrible, and the police wasn't there, and the da-da-da, and all this kind of stuff. Now you have to understand, this is a different conversation we're having than what your politicians and your legal mm-hmm. institutions and your doctors, all of that. But look at the condition we're in worldwide. So we know we got to change how we see things because how and the things that they condone that we tolerate, we don't want that anymore. We do not want that anymore. I don't want you to have to take me to surgery and give me a whole digestive tract again because not knowing who I was, not being on purpose, I walked somewhere and got my guts blown out. Would it good? So here you are sewing me up and giving me blood that I don't even know whose it is and whatever else, and I got to deal with all that post-op because I wasn't in my right consciousness. I wasn't acting as I've been created as a God. So therefore, all of y'all are dealing with all of the results of that, but you are not telling me that the reason why I wound up this way is because I was not as I was created to do so. Totally out of my head. Totally, who was running my body with that? Who was doing this? And so, you know, what is this? This is Jamie Foxx. He had a song out talking about, oh, 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 it's the alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, 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 it's the alcohol in me. Okay. The sponsors want to speak. Okay. Well, I say it's more than the alcohol. It's the personality in you. Okay. Be right back. The sponsor's going to speak to you. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel <laughs> Network provides the neuronutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Yeah, and it's, it's really amazing because Mr. Fox sang in the song, it's the alcohol. What does the alcohol do to the neuron? As far as you're mm. concerned, neuron is a god. What does the alcohol do to the neuron? Shuts it down and eventually destroys it. 
So now why are you putting something up in your mouth that you know is going to do what? Attack the structure of your brain. And then what does that mean? That means that there's no intermediate between you as the mind of God. How is the body going to know what to do? Because you've destroyed the translator for your mind, the brain. We're telling you that the neuron relative to getting the information from your mind to the cells of your body is the neuron. And then you would intentionally go and poison it. You would intentionally go and poison it. Now this is so profound. Let's bring it. Let's let's bring it really down home because now they, you know, somebody's really pros, uh, 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 prospering and profiting off of your ignorance. So now we have all of these green shops, these marijuana shops, mm, and okay. so every everybody's going out here buying marijuana. They got TV shows how to cook with it. And everything I'm like wow Look at this Now they have right there on YouTube Instructions on how to use that plant And the proper way to use that plant Because it is a very powerful medicinal plant Is that it has to be utilized raw Spell that with me R-A-W It has to be used in the human body raw R-A-W. And they know for a fact that as soon as you put any heat to it, above body temperature, 98.6 degrees, you totally alter the chemistry of the plant. And the chemistry then does what? It works immediately on the neurons of your brain. Marijuana in its raw state does not attack the neurons. A huge immune booster. They have so many documentations, testimonies on how raw marijuana, eaten raw in a salad, juiced and drank the juice, eradicates cancers. Many children have been saved because of that. But now you just start baking it and you start using presses on it, hot presses, to extract the oil. If you're going to get the oil out of that plant, you have to use cold press. cannot go be above 98.6 degrees. So you're just boiling it, and you're just cooking it and steaming it and sautéing it. You're going to then change the chemistry, and the first thing that happens is basically affects the neuron, the translator mm. between your body and you, your mind. So now, what does that mean when it affects the neuron? It makes those bad boys swell. It makes them swell up. The neurons get bigger. They get bigger. They lose their dimensional relationship. And when they lose their dimensional relationship, the electrical impulse that your thoughts are immediately dampered down into goes through the cell. The cell then creates the translation in chemical form 
that then should be secreted into the bloodstream. But now the brain has been created proportionately and geometrically that a thought going from one end to the neuron to the next neuron should only take X amount of time and only needs X distance. But now when you put a drug to the body in the form of what? A vapor. You're smoking it, a vapor. Or if you're drinking it as a liquid that goes into the brain, now the neuron gets bigger. So the distance from one neuron to the next is extended. And so, therefore, the information being transmitted from one neuron to the next gets to the next neighboring neuron slower. It's slower. And so that's why you, all of your reflexes and everything slow down because all the information now has lost its normal rate of transmission. It takes longer now because the neurons are bigger the distance from one neuron to another has been extended. And so all the information going to the body from the translation of the brain is all prolonged. So that's why you go into a stupor. Mm. Or you start seeing things disorientated, etc. And then you say, oh, you know, I'm more relaxed and, oh, you know, there's a frequency for pain, just like there's a frequency for exhilaration. And those frequencies are determined by the transmission rate and the size and the distance of each neuron. And when that's altered, what appears to be the frequency of pain, obviously it doesn't get to the next neuron. And when it does get there, it's a whole different frequency. And so, therefore, by the time it passes on, there's no pain. That's why there's no pain. Hmm. They're not telling you this physiology. You're just so busy wanting to have a change, and you don't even know why you really want to change. And the change that you want is because you don't know who you are, and you're not operating your body from your true awareness, which is what created the body. So you want to call it a personality or the ego or the id or whatever, it's not who you are. So what you are, who you are, a living manifestation of God is what created this body. That's why it's so divine, why the personality can't recreate it. It runs it into the ground. To pay attention here, these are intense times for you. The information is coming through to wake you up. And so there's no need for you to talk about positive and negative when you come into consciousness via this body and you don't even know who you are. So I'm looking at these shows on the TV and we got wigs down to our ankles and fingernails <laughs> that we throw most across the room. I mean, one lady's fingernails, they were so mesmerizing. I just, I couldn't hardly notice anything else because it looked like there was, you know, crystals on it and, and the crystals were, like, moving, and they had three or four different layers of color. It was just exquisitely beautiful. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. Now, what does a hand with that kind of decor do? And in my 
divine awareness, I would think, wow, this is really the hand of God. What can this hand do? I mean, can it levitate everything in the room? Um, can it basically open portals? Okay. Can it actually send out rays of light where anybody in the room is going to be elevated and brought into a whole level, a new level of resonance? Can it manifest whatever we want? What can a hand like that do? Because it was just gorgeous. And then we find out that it can't do anything. It has fear of washing dishes. It has fear of even basically cooking its own food for itself. It has fear of the fact that what's going to happen to my skin? I don't want my skin to change. And I'm like, wow, this is a gorgeous hand that can't even be involved in one's life. What yeah. What's that design about? I'm thinking a hand like this, if it did cook, oh, that food that's going to basically take you into a whole new reality. It can't cook. Something may happen to the nail or something may fall off of it is the conversation. So we don't cook. Oh, mm-hmm. oh we can't wash dish. Oh, no. It, I was like, wow, because I expected a hand like that would have limitless <laughs> potential. What is the person? What are we doing here? And that's what I'm saying, that we got all this yeah. stuff going on, and we're yeah. not originating and exemplifying who and what we are. What are we doing? You've got to look at yourself. The universe is a mutual support system, and so it can't help but bring you the physical manifestation of your unique thinking. It's unique because it's not the thinking of a person who owns who they are. They're God. The support is we're not going to try to cover it up. We're not going to try to basically make you think you didn't think it. We're not going to hide it from you. We support you 100%. What you think we have to, as the universe, manifest it for you. And then you Mm. won't say that's negative. No. you got to learn who you are, and you got to learn how you want that brain to translate what you are thinking into your body. And then you're going to turn around and then want to get upset with somebody when you've taken poison in the name of alcohol to just kill the neuron, which is translating everything you think in behalf of your mind to your brain so the body can work. So my sponsors are going berserk over there, but this is important teaching for you. You don't Mm -hmm. talk about positive or negative. You have to be the observer now. You just have to keep your mouth shut and say, how did I create this? Now, when you start asking those questions, especially when you're in great discomfort, oh, you're going to get some awesome answers that's going to change your life. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after this message. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living 
to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Well, if you just tuned in, I definitely recommend that you go to our archives, go to the Jewel Network dot com, the Jewel Network dot com, and listen to today's show so that you can really come into a greater understanding of the fact that it's not about positive and negative. It's all about you. It's all about who are you, who do you think you are, and who is navigating your body. The universal principle for this show is, quote, the universe is a mutual support system, and it is devoted to making sure that everything you think manifests. So if you don't like the manifestations of your thinking, which is what you call your life, then we don't label the result of our thinking negative or positive, do we? No. No. Because this is the universe supporting you to let you see how you are running your brain, how you are impregnating that brain with thinking that is not wholesome for your physical body as well as for the other people around you. This is most important. I wish I could get a hold of some of these wonderful young actors on these reality TV shows, change their language, and let them basically amongst their friends and things talk about the realities that they're having. There was one show, I think it was uh, Hip Hop Love or something like that, and uh, they have a gentleman on there whose name is A1, and he's very interesting. He's the first man I've ever seen that wears pearls. He usually has two or three strings of pearls, and he makes sure that his locks are blind. And I was like, well, that's really interesting. And then he has a wife, a nice little lady, but she's confused. And I'm like, wow, let's see what the issue is. And, 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 and the confusion comes around with the fact of just not knowing who they are. But he did a very powerful thing because his wife was uh, – incriminated by their friends in that circle that she had had an extramarital affair with someone else. And her husband, that gentleman, A1, never abandoned her, never abandoned her. And he is a very prominent person, and all these people were carrying all this trash around about uh, his wife behind his back and everything. He brought it to her. They discussed it. She said, no, that was not the case. And he just said, okay, it's you and I. I believe you. That's the situation. He said, but everybody needs to believe you. And when he said that, he was really talking about the fact their parents, the mothers Mm. of this couple were just incredible. So one mother was saying, you need to leave her, and both mothers were saying, you need to get a DNA check because it's probably not yours, and he was just really catching it. But one thing about him, he did not kick her to the curb or, what do they say, uh, 
blow the bus over her. <laughs> Run over by the bus. Throw her under the bus. Throw her under the bus. <laughs> he didn't throw her under the bus. He stuck by her. And they said, he said, okay, well, let's get it real clear here. Okay, DNA test. Okay. And so it was really, really nice that he just said, you know, just get the DNA test. It'll be clear for everybody. But I'm here with you regardless of the test. So she had a couple breakdowns. I don't know if that was because, you know, it was all being played out on TV. And, you know, they had an anniversary, and he he uh, committed himself to her and everything. It was really nice. Now, And, and, you know, the the ceremony got really, again, crazy because of the alcohol, people poisoning their neurons, coming in there, not being gods, and then whoever was animating their bodies under the influence of the alcohol, of course, were definitely not acting human. That's what I call it. They weren't even human. But the point is, is that I have to give it to him. Pearls, blonde locks and all, that that was an A1 position that he took. Because Mm -hmm. to be committed to someone who is having issues and Everybody else is, you know, working against him and the opinions and whatever else. He was committed to her because he recognized she was him. See, most people can't get to that. It's like, oh, that's your thing over there, that's you or whatever. No, his thing is that you're another me, we're one, so if this is, you know, a mistake just happened, well, we just know what it is, but we're going to move on. Now, most of y'all can't do that. And I was like, now check him out. Now, see, I'm going to end on this, and then I want you to take it on, Miss uh, Felicia, because this man wearing pearl, most of y'all don't even know what a pearl is. Yeah, we know that, you know, the oysters, they make the pearl. Why? Mm. Why is a pearl so profound? Most people can't wear Pearls. They can't wear them. I mean, they want to be cute, but but they can't really wear them. And this man demonstrated that he is a living pearl because he understood that a pearl is always an example of you being the answer to a problem. See, pearls were created out of chaos and problems. When the oyster gets infected, sand gets up into it, a little worm they call a a little fluke gets in it, starts eating it from the inside. The the, The oyster knows, I got something for you called mother of pearl. I'm going to take what I've eaten, I'm going to take this coral, and I'm going to liquefy it, and I'm going to encase you in it so that you will never cause any more disruption in me again. So mm. as the water goes through its mouth, etc., the soft, gelatinous mother pearl that the oyster makes around this irritant is made round, etc. And it continues to grow as the oyster makes more mother pearl, and it winds up being this beautiful round object that has taken care of a problem within itself and made a beautiful solution. The solution, that's why people love pearls. It glitters, it's full of light, it's brown, it's wonderful, and it's solid. 
And that's why a person who can really wear pearls, that's your walking answer to a problem. It's a signature. Mm. And he was wearing these. He wears them all the time. And I was like, look at him. A1. Solution to a problem. Oh, no, I'm not going to let the mother-in-laws and the mamas and all these other folks, they're not going to break us up because what is Mother Pearl? It is the essence of love. Do you understand that? And that man was able to demonstrate that in all that chaos and all that stuff going on in this reality show. He was the pearl of the show. Wow. Saved his marriage, claimed his baby, regardless of who genetically it is, because he is not allowing any irritant to come into his life and cause his life not to be everything that he has decreed it's going to be. And I was like, well, you'll go ahead. So I had to just give you all that translation because, see, the universe is a neutral support system. And even though yeah. they got the chaos up here and all this stuff, when you know universal principles and you can see them play out in front of your very eyes, that's when you recognize that you come from something that's awesome, limitless, and capable of mastering anything. That's who you are. And that's who he represents himself as. That's A1, a serious pearl that is the solution to a problem. So y'all can, what do you call it, Instagram and Facebook and whatever, <laughs> Facebook and book, book, book that to him and to her so they can understand that's a powerful person. He is the greatest thing on that show. Hip-Hop Inc. or whatever wow. it is, Hip-Hop Love. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, he's the one that's living the principles. He's living the principles. And I was like, yes, he had to put his mama in his place, the mama-in-law, everything. Because he was like, oh, y'all don't understand this. Love is the answer here, and I have plenty of it, and that's going to heal this relationship and everything else. Mm. Got that? Okay. Got it. Got it. Mm. So that's why y'all need to come to these classes and get you some knowledge so you can take on your proper identity and rule this planet. Stop being Mm -hmm. reactionary. Stop being a victim to everything and live these principles that your body was created through. All these nails and everything, gorgeous. But then let's see the power behind them. Let's see you levitate stuff. Let's see you make things disappear. Let's see you fill this room of light so that everybody is one. That's the hand of God, and yet it should be highly jeweled. But don't send us no mask or some little shell, and you can't do nothing because you don't know the principle. Come get your knowledge. Okay. What's happening with the, oh, yeah, yeah you got to yeah. come to the classes. You got to come to the school. Yeah. We, to the we, are the, we are the owner's manual for your physical body. Come get your owner's manual so you can work this body and live a life mm-hmm. indefinite that you created your body to live with you. You created this body to live with you as an immortal being. You were born immortal. The body would be immortal, too, if you would bond with it instead of using it. Mm. Check that out. Yeah, so yeah, for real. 
Yep. Okay. Join Dr. Heather tomorrow. Enroll. There's still time where you can enroll in your body is your blueprint where you can get exactly what Dr. Julie is telling you about, okay? That's one of the classes. It starts tomorrow, 7 o'clock. Well, it's actually going to be 9 o'clock tomorrow because it's Thanksgiving, right? So, yeah, it's going to be 9 o'clock tomorrow. Not because it's Thanksgiving, but it's going to be 9 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, it's typically 7 to 8.30, and you can check out all the classes that you can enroll in this week and up to next week, okay, at juis.education forward slash courses. You can see all the classes. We have Your Body is Your Blueprint. We have Living and Being Universal Principles. The class, it starts tonight. Second class is tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the 1320 Law of Time. 101. This is with Jacob Rhythm Dra- Rhythmic Dragon from thelawoftime.com. He studied with Jose Arguez, okay, Volumbo Time. So register for that class so you can get off the artificial time and line back up with the natural time, okay? That's Friday at 1230, all right? And Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program every Friday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Class is packed. We have much more room for many more of you to join us, okay? And also, if you are balanced or have been on the balancing program and locked, you can also join the DJ BBA, the Dr. Drew Brain Balancing Alliance, where we come together, learn how to communicate like the insects. We participate in teamwork, and we always talk about, oh, we can't do nothing together, we can't do nothing together. Well, come register for this class with your balanced brain and learn what teamwork looks like and build something together. And you can be able to see, yes, we can do this. All right? And join us next week. No, join us Sunday. If you're in Mount Vernon, New York, anywhere in the New York area, go to the Mount Vernon Universal Principal Support Group. Okay? And join us privately. You can come visit. You, you, you picked your interest today. So like, let me come check it out. Join us at juis.education. Okay? And send an email to UPSG at J-U-I-S, I'm sorry, UPSG at J-U-I-S education, dot education, to get the email, okay, so that you can join us Sunday at 4.30 for the Fiber University Principal Support Group. And so with that, non-attachment. Thank you for sharing this hour with the us. Language of You've been listening to the Universal Principal Support Hour on the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. Join Dr. Jewel and Miss Felicia here every Wednesday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by the JewelNetwork.com and the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your emails to Universal Principal Support Group, UPSG at J-U-I-S dot education. We love you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety nor any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. 
to reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.